Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. All right, it's the first of the month. You know what that means. It's the Marv Cutler Show. Now, live from Las Vegas, Marv Cutler. Could you could you do that and say Blake Snell? Blake Snell. So do you think Blake Snow will get the Cy Young? He should. If he doesn't, there's an investigation that should be had because 21-5, and five, Marv, coming out of absolutely nowhere from last year, which was a disaster. But the way this kid has pitched this year, he looks like a younger David Price, but even better than that. Now, was he, um, is he the first one uh, this year to reach 20 wins? Yes, he is. He is the first one to reach 20 wins, and he has under a two ERA. So it's been an amazing year for Snell and the race in general. I thought at the beginning of the season, this team was going to at least lose over 100 games to win 90 games and not make the playoffs. But with all the trades, all the injuries, and all the young, unproven players really step up this year. You just got to take your hat off. They definitely knew what they were doing. Absolutely, and, absolutely. and I think Blake Snell should definitely win this Cy Young Award. I, I like the way you think, Marv. Um, and, and you know, I'm not even a Rays fan. You know that. Yes, I do. I know you're a big-time Red Sox fan. So tell me, how far do you think the Red Sox are going to go in the playoffs? Well, here's my concern right now. When I was in New Orleans a few weeks ago, um, I was waiting at a bus stop, and I it was a guy wearing... Um, uh, the devil's cap. Right. And, you know, talking about when I say the devil. Um, yes, th- that would be the Yankees. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I was, I was talking to him. Nice guy. And, um, you know, too nice of a guy that would be wearing a Yankees cap. But anyway, I was ta- I was talking to him. <laughs> and you know, what he, you know what he said? What did he say? You know, and, and, it's, and, and he may be right. It kind of scares me. He says that makes no difference. He says the team that's going to win it all are the Oakland A's. Well, it, it may be Oakland. It may be Cleveland. Uh, Oakland has played well this year. They've been played out of their mind. So, um, and Oakland's a, a, a real unknown to me at this point. So okay. I've. But they made a lot of good trades. Yeah, they've definitely done that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to come down to. It's going to be tough to see, man. You have the Yankees, you have the Red Sox, you have Oakland, you have Cleveland. Well, the Yankees will be well done on Wednesday. Oakland will beat them on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, we'll see. If they do, then, yeah, that would be a heck of a story. And then you have the Cubs tomorrow playing for their lives because I guess uh, Milwaukee won today. So Milwaukee is the NL Central champions, which is amazing in itself. The Cubs uh, just fell apart. The last couple months here, last couple weeks. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let me get some business out of the way, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. All right. Sounds good, bud. All right. The um, I'm gonna talk. I got a couple of um things here in Vegas to talk about. I'm also gonna finish up on my New Orleans report from the last show, and um, um, I got some products to tell you about, and play some good music, and talk some sports a little later. Anyway, uh, let me tell you about the um, Las Vegas Philharmonic opening night, uh, celebrating Bernstein, Tchaikovsky, and Rachmaninoff. It was a wonderful concert. Um, it opened with uh, Bernstein's Overture to Candide, uh, then Sergei Rachmaninoff's Piano Concerto Number no. 2 uh, with a great soloist, Joy Shang, who was absolutely spectacular, absolutely spectacular. And then the second half, uh, Tchaikovsky's Romeo and Juliet, and then Bernstein's uh, Symphonic Dances from West Side Story. Wonderful concert, great orchestra. I love this orchestra, Las Vegas Philharmonic. The next uh, concert is this Saturday if you're in town, if you're visiting or you live here. It's, uh, they're they're going to show the film Psycho, 
with the music by a live orchestra, the, uh, the Las Vegas Philharmonic, and the Psycho Ball starts at 6 p.m. Mr. Kill is your favorite Hitchcock character. Creepy cocktails, devilish delight, terrifying entertainment, and more. And too bad I won't be there because I'll be on my way to um, Sedona, Arizona for a week. So, um, but if you get a chance and you're in town, get over to see the um, Las Vegas Philharmonic's um, uh, live uh, concert with the film Psycho. One of my favorite theaters in town is the Las Vegas Little Theater, and they um, they just recently did a production of um, The Underpants uh, by Carl Sternheim, adapted by Steve Martin, and um, thanks for the wonderful acting, because the acting was terrific. This, this, this play is not, um, was not to my, to my liking that much. It was, it was, it was kind of funny. It was a comedy. It was kind of funny, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't like to play that very much. But I did like the acting. Um, so that's, um, they do wonderful work, and uh, their next show is uh, October 19th. It's Falsettos. And um, if you're in town or you live in town or whatever, you got to check out the Las Vegas Little Theater. Terrific Little Theater. I really enjoyed their, um, their shows. They had some really good actors, and uh, can't say enough about them. I wanted to put a little music to start things off before I tell you a little bit about um, my rest of my New Orleans uh, report. And here's uh, Woody's Boogaloo by Woody Herman and his orchestra. Thank you. 
Louis Bugalo, Woody Herman, and his great orchestra. Back in the um, mid-1800s, a restaurant opened that became very famous, very well-known and uh, in New Orleans. And it was a really uh, very, very popular place, uh, excellent food. It was uh, known as Antoine's. When I was in New Orleans, I made a reservation, two reservations, uh, one for the Sunday br uh, jazz brunch, the first day I was in town, and then the following Friday for, for lunch. When I arrived at Antoine's on Sunday, there was two characters outside um, trying to hustle people to come into the dine. And um, interesting because, you know, all the great restaurants in New Orleans, they don't do that. They don't have people standing out front. Um trying to get you to come in and dine with them. Um, but this, Antoine's, does that. You know, all the restaurants I reviewed in my last show, they don't do that. Anyway, uh, I, 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 sat, I went in and I sat down. Uh, I was seated, and there was, um, there was a small jazz group there that was was fair, and uh, it was about, oh, maybe a quarter full, and I waited uh, close to a half an hour before I even got a, a server to come over. And and then uh, the server that came over, and, and now I want to preface this because I'm an advocate for the uh, disabled. Uh, so, you know, I'm not putting down this, the server, but the server was deaf. And it was like his first day on the job. And uh, he couldn't understand um, what I was trying to order and what I wanted. And uh, I had a difficult time with him. And uh, then the maitre d' came over. And um, anyway, they ordered a, a petite filet. And while I was uh, ready, to eat, ready to eat my salad, I had a, I, I, I bit into a piece of bread. And my tooth broke, which had nothing to do with, uh, with Antoine's. And then um, um, I, had, I had a tooth that was had two fillings in it, and it was fractured. And and it finally and it, and it broke in half. And like I said, had none. So I asked them, you know, to, to to bear with me a little bit because I couldn't eat the petite uh, uh, filet. And um, and I sat there for a while because I wanted to have something soft because of the, the broken tooth. And um, I just wanted to let them know that what, what had happened. And then this this maitre d, uh, I guess uh, I think his name is Rob. Some real character. Uh, he came originally from Las Vegas, and he said to me, uh, get out of here. You know, you're a corn artist from Las Vegas, and get out of here. I know that corn. And, you know, it's 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 interesting because I wasn't conning anybody. My tooth broke. And it had nothing to do with Antoine's, and I wasn't blaming them because it happened on a, on a piece of bread. So so if there was anything in there, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been from the bread. So I just want – so I never got – I never ate them except for uh, I had a mimosa and – a piece of bread, and um, um, I was thrown out because my tooth broke. So <laughs> I just, I just want to make that clear about this great wrestling uh, restaurant with two uh, guys hustling outside, um, uh, trying to bring people in. Um, we had a, we had a, a trade show here in Las Vegas this past week, uh, uh, Vision Expo, and they had some really uh, nice products there, and. Uh, I want to mention uh, some of the products that I, I saw. I saw some really interesting sunglasses. A terrific line of sunglasses called Spy. And um, they're really, 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 really nice. Uh, the color, everything is perfect in their, in their, in their sunglasses. And uh, I just, I really like them so much. And they have different types of lenses. And they have... Happy lens increases clarity, uh, putting objects in sharper focus, enhances color and contrast, and helps to improve mood and alertness, and keeps eyes relaxed even in bright sun. And, and that's good. That's, that's their happy lens. And it's a, they're terrific sunglasses. And, uh, I just want you to be aware of them. If you want to check them out, um, go to uh, spyoptic.com. That's spyoptic.com. Terrific sunglasses, and like I said, I, I can't say enough about them. They're one of the finer uh, sunglass companies I've um, I've run across in um, in the past few years. So, and, and I'm uh, 
I collect a lot of sunglasses, but these are really, really nice. Fly sunglasses. Great company. One of the other products that I found that was interesting was a, was a company called um, uh, Clear Specs. Uh, if you um, if you need something to clean your your, your glasses with, go to your you know, your local optometrist and find Clear Specs. Um, and and there um, you can also if you have if you're an optometrist and you want to get Clear Specs, you can uh, you can check them out also. So uh, check out Clear Specs. K L E E R S P E X as as Clear Specs. Um, for you um, consumers that want to keep your glasses clean and don't want to use a liquid, let me tell you about uh, Peeps. Peeps is um, is a premium premium carbon lens cleaner and doesn't use any um, the uh, liquids. It's um, it's a, it's a one. It's matter of fact, I think it's made by the same company that makes the um, the lens cleaner for cameras, and I, I use them a lot. So this is a terrific. Yeah, it's the Creative Lens Pen. Right there, they are. They're the Creative Lens Pen, which is a terrific, a terrific company. So if you if you want to keep your glasses clean, check out Peeps. And if you want to find out where to buy them, you can go to CarbonClean.com. That's CarbonClean, clean with a K. CarbonClean.com and check out. Check out Peeps, and I want to uh, tell you, give you some information on um, if you're in the optical business and you want to get some terrific products. I want to mention a couple of companies that I think you might like to do business with, and um, one of them is uh, Ron's Optical. Um, they a company. They have um, all kinds of accessories like cleaning cloths, uh, cases, um, readers. Um, neck hanging uh, eye candy readers, uh, some terrific products. So uh, if you're in the business, uh, check out ronsoptical.com. That's ronsoptical.com. Um, another company that makes really nice uh, glasses, uh, lenses, and sunglasses, and regular lens uh, frames so you can put your, your lenses in them is a company called Smilin, S-M-I-L-E-N, Smilin Eyewear. SmilingEyewear.com. Check them out. Good company, and and a company that I reviewed last um, last year at the show. Um, one of the better companies that that makes um, uh, cases for your, for your display cases for your uh, for your glasses, and that's Northgate Cases. Uh, James Wall, terrific guy. Uh, Northgate Cases at NorthgateCases.com. Check them out because they uh, they have nice 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 cases. Oh, the rest of the show we're gonna devote to music and some sports talk. So uh, you ready for that, uh, Pete? Buddy, I'm always ready. You know that. I'm always ready to talk sports with you. All right. So you know, I can remember talking to some friends of mine, um, telling me that you know the the season. It's just beginning. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, the baseball postseason, the season itself is so long, but the postseason seems like it lasts forever. But I, I can't get enough of it. I love baseball. But that's, but that's not what I mean. These, these people say to me, oh, no, you know, big deal. The Red Sox are doing so good. It's just, the, the season just started. Oh, jeez. Out of the are doing so bad. The season. And, you know, it's like they said this to me last week. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I don't know where the season went. Those like, are, uh, this week, these guys are telling me the season just started. Right. <laughs> and here we, are, here we are. The season's over. Yes. Season <laughs> is over. Post, it's the postseason. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember telling one of the guys that uh, was originally from Chicago, and, uh, he's all excited about the Cubs, how, how great they, they, they are and. the and uh, how they're going to end up in the in the in the winning the division? I said, "No, nah, the Cubs are not going to win the division. Uh, Milwaukee's going to win the division." And uh, he said, "No, nah, you're crazy." Uh, was I crazy? Nope, you were definitely not crazy. You were on the right track. One of the best records of all time in Major League Baseball history. I mean, they just—they're so good. I—I don't, I don't know. 
who's going to beat them? I mean, there's some good teams out there. I get it, Cleveland and Oakland and everybody else, but, man, Boston, it's, it's tough. Well, well, Cleveland scares me because, you know why, you know why Cleveland scares me? Because Cleveland has the, the best management in baseball. I agree. Terry Francona has is, is done yeah, such a great job. I mean, Alex, uh, Alex Clark is doing a terrific job with the Red Sox, but I really miss Terry, you know. He, uh, um he, he, he's, the, he's the best there is. Yeah, and, and, and Kevin Cash actually coached under Francona, so, I mean, right. I, I guess that's why you could say he's doing so good. But you're exactly right. right. Cleveland is scary because of Francona and because of the experience factor. They've been there before. Eventually, you right. know that that team will get over the top. Is it this year? We shall see. You know, I don't want to give away my age, but in 1948, I was a Cleveland fan. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we already gave... You already gave away your age when you said, what, 50 years on radio? That's friggin' awesome. 43. 44. Go to the 44. But anyway, I was a Cleveland um, Indians fan in 1948. Okay. In 1948, actually, it was the first year uh, that the American League had a black player there, Larry Doby. That's correct. That's the first and, American uh, also, League player. And also, in the World Series, and I'm, I'm, I'm from Boston, in the World Series... They played the Boston Braves. Hmm. Well, now the Atlanta Braves. That's correct. And, and I was a Cleveland Indians fan. I know why I wasn't a Braves fan in 1948. And uh, I was a Cleveland Indians fan. And they beat the Braves in the World Series. Huh. And I remained a Cleveland fan a couple more years. And then I decided it's time for me to become a Boston Braves fan. And, Which I did, and I even I was even a fan of the Braves when they moved to Milwaukee, and then even uh, partially when they were in Atlanta, and, and then I finally ended up switching over to the Red Sox. But but the, the thing is, I have history with with Cleveland. I also I'm 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 I'm, I'm looking to buy a cap with uh, Chief Wahoo on it because it's disturbing to me that they're taking Chief Wahoo off off their uniforms and off their um, uh, hats because of the fact that. This is ridiculous. I, I talk to Native Americans, Indians at the rodeo, and I talk about this stuff to them, and they said, we don't care. There's nothing wrong with, with you know, the Indians, the Braves, the Redskins. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's, it's disturbing to me about the um, about taking Chief Wahoo off. Yeah, it is, but, you know, it's a P, PR, uh, I guess a PC society these days where – other groups are offended. I don't get it, but I don't know. I just... getting back, getting back to the postseason. Mm-hmm. Now, what this guy in New Orleans was saying to me that Oakland is the team to beat, and he and he has a case there. You know, good. He has a case because Oakland is really looking good, even though they're only the wild card. They're, they're look they're looking good. They made some really good trades this season. They did. They, they absolutely made some trades this season. Uh, their pitching is very good. It's all about pitching and defense, and Oakland right. definitely has that formula at this point. Plus, they're playing some of the hottest baseball uh, because they right. had to. They had to fight for their lives. So the Rays are right behind them, and they've been playing very good baseball. So, Right, and I, I predict that they will beat the Yankees on Wednesday. You may be right. I'm not predicting anything on Milwaukee and uh, – and, uh, Milwaukee and the Cubs, right? Then um, that's who they're playing on Tuesday. Uh that is correct. Um, let me think here. Let me see. Let me just look down the schedule right now. Who are the Cubs are playing on Tuesday? Shame on me. I should have this up. Uh, let's see. Cubs. Uh, they are playing the Rockies. On oh, they're playing the Rockies, so, so the Dodgers won the division, right? Correct. The Dodgers won the division, and the Brewers, of course, beat the Cubs today. Right. So, so, they're, so they're playing. So they're playing. The, so the the Rockies are playing the Cubs, and I I think the Cubs are going to be in trouble with the Rockies. Then they may be. They may be. Uh, but the Rockies are Rockies are a strong team. Yes, they very they very much are, and uh, you had John Lester. Uh, pitch today didn't seem like he had it, so we'll we'll see what they throw out there at this point. But uh, it's definitely going to be a quick turnaround for the Cubs, and I, I just wonder how they're going to be able to respond at this point. I don't know. Uh, you know, 
I would like to see, see I would like to see a Red Sox Cubs World Series. I would like to see that too. I really would. Because, yeah, because you know, history going back with curses and and uh, long time without winning. You know, and uh, they're, they're the two teams that I think would would, would really have an interesting. Uh, and plus, they get half the Red Sox on their team anyway. So right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they got uh let's see here kyle freeland is gonna start versus the cubs he's 17 uh-huh. and 7 with the 285 era so that's the race and then uh you're gonna have um i'm sorry you're, they beat the uh the dodgers beat him five to two today so it should be again interesting to see how the cubs respond because they've had what they're gonna have two straight home games uh, that's what you want at this point. You get two home games. You have to win one of these home games in order to move on. If not, then the season's over with, and that's a team that won 95 games this year. So it's it's unbelievable. Well, talking about winning a, uh, winning a lot of games and losing a lot of games, you know what's puzzling to me? What's puzzling Show to you? Show Walter is puzzling to me. Mm-hmm. Now, Show Walter's a nice guy, <laughs> but... <laughs> His teams always end up in the cellar. <laughs> well, you know, I, and, and this year they were, what, 60 games out? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they were terrible. They were absolutely terrible this year. Why, you know, how, how has he lasted this long? Well, because he's he's shown in the past, like he said, he's a good manager to a certain degree, but Baltimore is basically tearing up. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're starting over again with their – with their team, I mean, they've had still have some players, but they have no pitching, and they got to start over. It's going to take a little while, and maybe Buck Showalter said, "You know what? I'm I'm in for the long haul. If not, then he wouldn't be there." But they think they have the manager to get it done, and it's never a quick turnaround. But look, the Rays have shown, and even the Astros have shown to a certain degree that if you draft right and and you make the right trades, that you definitely have an opportunity to. Um, to definitely turn it around in a hurry. So we'll see what this team does uh, this next year, but it's going to be tough. It's very tough. Um, uh, you're happy for the Brewers going back to the Cubs game. First uh, championship since 2011. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I'm happy for them. I'm not I'm not quite too happy for them because my favorite team in the National League are the, uh, the D-backs. Yeah, and the D-backs... They were looking good, but they just fell apart. Sure. They definitely fell apart, and then you look at the Dodgers winning that division overall. They made the necessary trades at the deadline, getting Machado, um, and... Yeah, but, but you know what Machado's going next season, don't you? Oh, he's probably going to either the Yankees or the Red Sox. Well, I don't think he's going to go to the Red He's probably going to go to the Yankees. Think he'll go to the Yankees? Uh, that's what I think. You think, what, what about uh, Harper? I think Harper's going to go to the Yankees. Too. Think so, too? Wow. Yeah. All that money. It, it, you know what? It, it may be the Dodgers' year. It may be the Dodgers' year. You know, I look for teams in the National League. You're looking at the Cubs. They have a chance to be, you know, eliminated by the Colorado Rockies. I think they will move on. It's a tough matchup, though. Freeland's a hell of a pitcher. Um, but I think the Cubs will move on, and, and it may be the Cubs and the Dodgers once again, and maybe this time the Dodgers once again get over – get over the top and, and get to the World Series and win it. But, man, I tell you right now, baseball, postseason. They can't, they can't win it. You know, don't tell me win it because they can't win it as long as if the Red Sox are in the World Series. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you talked about it, the American League is tough. I mean, you have Oakland, you have Houston, you have um, – The Yankees, you have the Red Sox. It's yeah. a tough league. Unbelievable. Wow. Is, uh, Joe, is the great Joe Turner and Honey Hush.
problem. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about the Red Sox. Okay, what's your concern? And the problem with the Red Sox is their pitching staff. We've always talked yeah. about this. It's always the pitching staff with this team. Yeah, right. And, you know, first of all, um, the um, you know David Price has been spectacular since um, since the uh, All Star break, right? Yes. Okay, but he's terrible in the postseason. Yeah, that that's the biggest problem. You you hit it right on the head. Absolutely. Right. Um, he's coming in healthy, and that's a good thing. And Sell is coming in healthy, and both of those guys. Well, I don't think I don't think Sell is that healthy, but he's 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 better. He's 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 okay, but he's he's terrible in the postseason. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the problem. That's the problem that you worry about right now with right. The, with the Red Sox and David Price is can he get over those? Is that right. is that a mental get, thing? And then you get a Valdi who's hot and cold. Right. <laughs> he pitches like the greatest pitcher in baseball one day, and the next next game he's a, he's a bum. You know. Yes. Very inconsistent. I agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you know, and um, so I don't know. The Red Sox pitching is a problem, and also. The Red Sox had an incredible bullpen uh, up until the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. After the All-Star break, the bullpen fell apart. Well, you can do, you can look at two things. Either A, they got some tired arms out there, so your starting pitchers have to go more innings, or B, it's just one of those things. You know, they're. I hope it's not for your sake. Well, I, I hope. Don't know. I don't know if it's Cora's fault or not because I noticed with Cora. As soon as his pitchers give up uh, two or three runs in the early innings, he takes them right out. Mm-hmm. A lot of his starting pitchers don't go past three innings, you know. And um, and that's I'm wondering if he if he was using his bullpen too much. Well, that's the problem, though. You see, and that's the problem with baseball with with the Rays doing what they did. A lot of people were worried about, well, are they using their bullpen a little bit too much? But they seem to balance it out. So. You know, look, if you can have a, a pitcher go for a quality start over five innings, by the way, you know, five innings, a quality start, that's crazy. But if you can have a pitcher go over five innings, you know, then you can get those remaining outs. And it right. it really right. helps the game flow. And Kansas City a couple of years ago showed how devastating a good bullpen can be when you use it correctly. But in order to right. use it correctly, you have to get the innings out of the starters. So it comes down to Bulldogs like a Chris Sale and a David Price to give you those six to seven to eight innings right. to a certain right. degree. They have to do that. They have to do that because, you know, Kelly and Hembry were, were terrific in the first half of the season. The second half, they were, they were giving up runs. Right. You know, and uh, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, that's, that's my concern with the Red Sox. You know, I mean, their bats are solid. Like you know, that you know, with um, with JD and uh, and Mookie, their, their bats are solid. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And Kendall is a good addition, and um, and I think the uh, Dever is going to come along. Um, he's going to have a good postseason. So the bats are solid, but it's the pitching that concerns me. You know. Yeah. And. Um- I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some of the matchups. They have top five dream matchups. They're saying you know, number ten, Red Sox versus Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Astros versus Cubs. Interesting. Uh, number eight, Athletics versus Cubs. Don't know about that? I don't know if that's very interesting. Athletics versus Rockies. I don't think anybody would watch that besides Athletics and Rocky fans. Right. Athletics right. versus Dodgers. Then they got the top five, Indians versus Cubs. Number four, Brewers versus Athletics. Would that be interesting? Would you Would you see that? I mean, they're two good I teams. I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it. Of course you wouldn't, but, I mean, they've got some storylines, but still, it's two, right. two uh, small market teams. Number three, of course, your matchup, Red Sox versus Cubs. Mm-hmm. And they say that the Red Sox, if they did beat the Cubs in the World Series, they would basically cement their legacy as the best team in franchise history with a championship, and then also beat Theo Epstein at the same time. That would be sweet. For right, that would be good. Yeah, Number two, good. you have the Astros versus the Dodgers, which is, I believe, the rematch from last year, was it not? Uh-huh. And then the number one matchup they like to see, an old-time favorite, which you probably would hate, the Yankees versus 
the L.A. Dodgers? <laughs> Don't make me talk dirty. <laughs> well, well, no, I know. Look, I know where you're going because the evil empire. But, I mean, you got to think about it. The Yankees versus the Dodgers and the star power they have in the lineup with. Well, the, the Yankees versus the Dodgers would, uh, would uh, make the ratings fly off the roof. Yes, it would absolutely. And I think that's what baseball would want. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, but... NFL. Yes. Patriots. What do you think? You know, everybody is saying the sky is falling with the Patriots, and I tell everybody on my sports talk show, which I do on Saturday afternoons, they are waiting out in the weeds for you. They're like a snake in the grass. you got to cut their head off, and if you don't, this is what happens. And people say... Oh, well, the Patriots, they, they got slammed by the Lions. It's over with. No, it's never over because you got Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And they- wait a minute, wait a minute. The Patriots got slammed by Jacksonville, and the following week, Jacksonville scored only six points. Right. I mean, it, look, it's any given Sunday, and the point is that with everybody saying the Patriots played badly, they may have played badly versus the Lions. The Lions had their their uh, number that day, but to say, you know what, the Patriots are done, they're dead, you know, that's naive. They beat the I Dolphins. Don't think, I don't think the Patriots played that well this past Sunday, even though they, they destroyed uh, the Dolphins. And that's the scary thing about it. This is what the Patriots do. They always have rough starts. They've done it in the last couple years. People left them for dead, and then at the end of the season, postseason, you always see the Patriots. So to answer your question... Once they get back Edelman, once um, Josh Gordon, if he could stay away from the pipe, Sir Mix-a-Lot there, or Sir Smoke-a-Lot, Sir Smoke-a-Lot, if he could stay away, they have the weapons to once again compete. The question with the Patriots is always the defense. The defense, to me, is the biggest question. The defense has always been terrible. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I mean, in the heyday of the Patriots, when they were winning some championships, they had a tough defense. That defense has gotten a little bit younger. It's also been a little bit more unproven and inexperienced. So, Bill Belichick. When, when, they had, when they had, what's his name, the big guy that, that uh, went to Houston, what's his name? Uh, Wolfork. Yeah, when they had Wolfork, they had a good defense in those days. But yes. after Wolfork was gone, it was all over. Well, it's tough. It's tough to find a guy like Wolfork. To me, he uh-huh. did so many things for that line, blew up so many I mean, you had to double and triple team that guy. It's 345. He can right. still run and still create havoc. Right. So, right. You uh, know, I was uh, talking about sleazy a little a while ago about something else. I got to talk about the sleazy CBS affiliate here in um, in Las Vegas. Uh oh. They, they refuse to show Patriots games. Even when the Patriots game is the top game of the week, they don't play the Patriots game. Well, that's that Raider hate. That's what that is. That Raider hate is oh. coming there in a couple of years. Well, no, they did it last year, too, you know, the year before. But, see, I called them up and I asked them the Patriots games that last week. They said, no. I said, why not? She said, well, blame CBS. But it's it's, a, it's Channel A here in Vegas because I'll tell you what's happened. I said to them, uh, she said, we, we, we can't, we're not supposed to show East Coast teams. But you're showing Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Yes. <laughs> I mean, is, is, is that East Coast or did they move the state? They, they moved the cities, you know? So, anyway, so finally yesterday they played, uh, they showed the uh, Patriots. And, and, and I have to get up early to watch them because it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <clears throat> and as soon as the, the third quarter started, guess what they did? What did they do? They went to another game. Of course they, they did. Uh, they said, we don't need to show any more of this game. Unbelievable. They went to the um, uh, the Bengals um, uh, Bengals game. Huh. Which, by the way, that was a that was a very good game. Um, yeah, I happened to see the end of it. I, I didn't want to, but I happened to be sitting there anyway, so I, I watched the end of it. It was an interesting ending. You know, I, I think um, uh, the, the team that really got screwed yesterday was uh, – with, with the Browns. They did, and the NFL just confirmed that, that they went back to the replay after, and I hate when the NFL does that. Look, just come right. out and say, you know what? Well, we called the call. It is what it is. Don't say you screwed up and then you cost the Browns right. a win. But it looks right. like from the replay, Hyde was uh, not down. So, 
I don't know. It, it's a shame for the Browns because they played well this year. Especially when it was the Browns. Any other team wouldn't bother me so much, but, you know, I just feel bad for the Browns, you know? You feel bad for the Browns, and you feel bad for their fans because the fans want a winner so much, and I just like to right. see John Gruden and the Raiders go 0-4. Just be really entertaining to me because right. that right there has been a complete disaster to get rid of a game wrecker in Khalil Mack, albeit you get two first-round picks, but... God, Marv, he's unbelievable, and and the Raiders get rid of him. It's just such a stupid move by that team. Uh, I think um, I, I I'm not a big fan of Gruden's anyway. So I'm a fan of Gruden winning the Super Bowl here, but that's about it. Everything else, I'm I'm not having him touch my team with his personnel decisions because he's done such a terrible job so far. Right, right. Well, anyway, so. You think the Patriots? Well, actually, the Patriots started two and two last season, also. Yep, that's right. So oh. we we shall see what happens. I think it comes Patriots down to the, Patriots and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Could be. I mean, I'm watching Kansas City right now. Denver's winning that game. Kansas City looks tough. Um, this Kansas City offense is tough, but I I don't know. They may be too finesse, and this quarterback may be too young. So. You may be on the right track there with the Patriots and the Rams. The Rams clearly look like the best team in football. Defensively, yeah. offensively, special teams. Golf through and five. They get, and they got Brandon Cooks. Yeah, they got Brandon Cooks. And they also got a kid by the name of Jared Goff who threw five touchdowns the other night. You have Sue in the middle. You have Aaron Donald. You have a defense that will knock your face off. They're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to beat. And look, they spent over $200 million to be that way. They went into free agency thinking, look, we're going to compete. We're going to go for not only the playoffs, but the Super Bowl. And they have been everything as advertised this year. Yeah, they they, they look like a, a real super team, you know. And um, But if the Patriots can get to the Super Bowl, I still think the Patriots can beat them. Patriots could probably beat them, but it would definitely be a good match. And I, I tell you right now, that defense of the Rams, those two players in that middle of the defense, the defense overall would be very tough. It would be an interesting matchup. I would hope that the key word that I said is if the Patriots can make it to the Super Bowl. Right. Well, the AFC is going to be tough, but I I don't think it's as tough as is. Uh, you know, you have Kansas City. I think you have. Um, I think Denver is going to be there because they still have a good defense. Yeah. Uh, you're looking, you know, Steelers, will they come out of it? Baltimore's played very well. Steelers have been disappointing. Baltimore's been looking really good. Yes, Baltimore's look really good. They have a pretty good defense, uh, but you got to depend on Joe Flacco. How how many years can Joe Flacco get it done? Looks like he's on the downside of his career, but maybe not. Um, I'm looking besides the AFC West and maybe, I mean, Jacksonville. Jacksonville to me is tough. Um, they're they're tough to predict. Fournette has been hurt. He came back yesterday. Definitely helped them out. They beat a Jets team that's definitely undermanned and in a rebuilding stage with a rookie quarterback. So Jacksonville. And look what happened to them last week. They got beat mm-hmm. what nine to six by what Tennessee by the Titans. And the Titans just beat the Philadelphia Eagles. So again, it's any given Sunday. You know anybody oh. can beat anybody if you play your game and you look at the debacle. Right. That happened in Chicago with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers making the Chicago Bears look like the Kansas City Chiefs, at least on offense. That's terrible. Six touchdowns right. in the it's game. Gonna be, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be a really a key thing for Belichick uh, to, to win the Super Bowl because because Bel- this is gonna be his last. This is his last season. Oh, I agree. I think it's his last year at this point. McDaniel's is uh, ripe to take over as the new coach. And Belichick yeah. is probably going to go either into the sunset or go and coach another team. Uh, he'll probably sit up in the in a, in a, in a front office somewhere like like Tom Coughlin is. If 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 there's an opportunity for Belichick to sit in the front office, let's go ahead and give him anything he wants down here in Tampa because this has been a disgrace. <laughs> I mean, they're two and two. It doesn't feel like they're two and two after that loss yesterday. I, if this doesn't work out, it's that was a bad loss yesterday. That horrible was. loss. Okay. So anyway, the the the, the gurus are predicting um, uh, the the second best team in the NBA, the Celtics. I don't know how you go against the Celtics. You have Kyrie Irving coming back. You have Gordon Haywood coming back. You have all that depth. 
What have you lost on the Celtics that would make you think they're not going to be competitive this year? Well, no, they, I'm not saying that. They are going to be competitive. The only, the only team that, that the gurus are, are, are picking to, to be better than them is um, um, Philly? The, the team on the West Coast. The, oh, the, 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 the uh, Golden State Warriors. Right. Oh, I definitely think I think Boston could be the top team in the Eastern Conference because oh, definitely in the Eastern Conference. But right. you know, uh, but then, like they'd be second to um, you know they, they they probably couldn't win the championship against Golden State. Now, I don't necessarily think that. I think I think they could match up pretty well with Golden State. Actually, to tell you the truth, I think the length would give Golden State a, a definite uh, problem with Haywood coming back, I, Kyrie Irving. Because he's shown it in this past when you penetrate that Golden State line, but uh, that Golden State defense, excuse me, but you're going to have DeMarcus Cousins come back. Uh, that's going to be unbelievable when he comes back healthy. So Golden State's right. going to be tough, but I think Boston could give them a match, absolutely. It's going to be an interesting season. It will be. What do we hear in the background? Do I hear some music in the background? Oh, yeah, here comes your music right now. <laughs> 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 it's about that time. Bob Cutler here. Thanks for listening. I'm on my way to Sedona, Arizona. And until next time, ciao. Yeah.